The information discussed in this episode is intended as general information only. It is not intended for one-on-one medical advice, and you should always consult your healthcare practitioner before making any changes. And if you like the content discussed in this episode, please go leave a review so that others can benefit from it as well. I am a woman on a mission that is dedicated to teaching you just how powerful your body was built to be. I like to do that by bringing you the latest science, the greatest thought leaders, and applicable steps that help you tap into your own internal healing power. The purpose of this podcast is to give you the power back and help you believe in yourself again. My name is Dr. Mindy Pels, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Okay, resetters. So the next interview I have for you here is actually really near and dear to our hearts because we have been on this journey with this incredible woman. Don't you think, Jess, this is like a very personal story for you and me? Yes, I feel like, well, it's been two years of being on this journey with her. Like, And she's the kindest, sweetest woman you'll ever meet. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. So this is Dr. Susan Manias, and she is a chiropractor. And she came to us two years ago after a very long journey with MS. And what was really profound for me when she first came to us is that she had done so much with her health. She had seen functional medicine doctors. She had done, seen different chiropractors. Like this, this woman had basically been on a journey I think she said for about five years. Yeah, five years. Was it five years? But she hit a wall. And what I was so blessed by is that she came to us to get her over that wall and was willing to say, hey, I need help, even though she had all of of this knowledge herself and had done so much work. Mm -hmm. So I want to read for you guys before we, we open it up for the interview. I want to read you a little bit of her bio because it's really fascinating or of her story. I'll read you the first couple of sentences she has here on her website is that seven years ago, she was diagnosed with MS. Her body was in control of, she said, my body was in control of me. I never knew one day to the next what I would experience. It was a very scary place and I wanted more than anything to be in control of my body and health again. I have successfully reversed all signs of this disease and have not suffered a relapse in more than four years. I consider my MS diagnosis a blessing because I have learned so much from some of the best doctors in the world. I believe it put me on a path and a purpose on this earth to help others realize they are not victims to a diagnosis or poor health at any level. Oh, love that. Love that. It's like, I love looking at people's mission statements, but here's what I'm hoping you all will get out of this podcast is that there is a journey to healing. And Dr. Susan does an incredible job really explaining what her journey looked like. And I also think what was really profound about this episode is you'll see how many times she got stuck and what Mm -hmm. she did to unstick herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I mean, she goes through about a 10 year, well, today was, this year was 10 years officially since being diagnosed. So 10 years of, of what she's been doing on this journey in this podcast, which is tenacity at its finest. Tenacity, belief. She told us, and I won't give away too much before I hand it over here, but this, she was given 10 years to live and this is her 10th year. So this was actually the year she was supposed to die. And you'll hear in this episode how she got through that diagnosis, how she got through that prognosis, and why she's alive today. Yeah, enjoy, guys. This is a great one. Hey, Recenters, as we step into the new year, I am so thrilled to invite you on an extremely transformative journey with me in my Reset Academy. So check this out. If you're ready to kickstart your fasting and health journey, which I know so many of you have reached out to us and asked how you customize a fasting lifestyle for you, my Reset Academy is the absolute best place to be. So here's what you get in the Academy. And I like to think of it in terms of a complete picture. So imagine being surrounded by people who understand your journey, who are passionate for fasting, who want to lift you up and will support you every step of the way. My Academy is not just me, my team, but it is an incredible group 
of people that are all dedicated to building fasting lifestyles and supporting each other in it. This is why I created the Reset Academy. So when you join, you gain access to all the exclusive calls where my team and I share the latest insights, we answer your burning questions, and we guide you towards your health goals. That's not it. We didn't stop there. By becoming a member, you're not just investing in a membership, but you're investing in yourself. I am such a fan of setting you up to win this year. And my academy is the best place I know to do that. I want to keep you focused. I want you to customize this for you. And I want you to succeed at your health goals this year. End of story. So if you're ready to unlock your fullest potential and embrace a fasting lifestyle, join me. If it feels good, join me. And let's make this year an incredible year for us all. So all you got to do is go visit drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy to become a member. I can't wait to welcome you. I can't wait to see you on the Zoom calls. I can't wait to be in community with you. And most importantly, let's get your health goals handled and let's do this together. It's so much better together. Together. So that's drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy. Excited to see you there. Let's start off with this idea that I'd love for you to share with our resetters. We go, you and I have been working together a year, two years. Yeah, it was like the end of 2018. I right. feel like, like fall of 2018. I feel like I blink and just time. Goes. I know it flies by. I can't believe the last year went by so fast. It's like amazing that it's been a year like gone by. Crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. And one of the, a couple of things that I remember when I first met you was a you had been trying to detox detox on your own, right. and even though your background is in you're, you're trained as a chiropractor, right? Is that yes. your original? Yeah. 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 And then I know you've done other work beyond that outside yeah, of medicine work. So like I knew a lot, honestly. I mean, I've been through tons of education, <laughs> so it's like, but I still couldn't do it. Right, and and there's a re- and there's a couple of reasons for that. One, I think, as doctors, are it are we can't solve our own problems. Like our our this, we're too blinded. Everything's too yeah. close. We have too yeah. many prejudgments. Yeah. But what I remember when I first talked to you was, you did not. You were not healing because of lack of knowledge. You were not healing because of lack of tenacity. Like you had just gotten stuck and you didn't know how to get out of that. So yeah, like I had an idea to get the metals out and that's yeah. why I didn't finish. I couldn't do that on my own. Yeah. So tell it just so the resetters are up to speed. Give us a, a little idea of your journey and why you eventually, you, you actually thought of a metal detox. Like give us some perspective so people kind of get filled in on your story. Yeah. And I'll do it. I'll fast forward as quickly as I can. But initially I was told I didn't have metals. I was told like I had a metal test done. I had the hair analysis done. So my first doctor told me, you don't have any metals. And I thought to myself, that's impossible because my mouth was full of mercury. How could it be? So I had been listening to Dr. Pompa and I knew I have to have metals, but I didn't know enough to find out more. So I went on this journey. So fast forward, probably a couple of years, four years, but I knew the last leg of my journey was going to have to be, I have to get these metals out. So I got all the metals removed from my mouth. I had all the amalgams removed, but I knew now I had to detox the metals. Every time I did it, I could not, I couldn't last three, four days. I was so fatigued. All symptoms started coming back. So here I didn't have these symptoms for years. And now the minute I started detoxing metals, they all started coming back. So you get scared and you stop yeah. because you don't want you don't want MS back. You know what I mean? So Yes, and just again to fill everybody in, you're were you actually diagnosed with MS or did you yes. just know you had the clinical symptoms of it? No, I was diagnosed. Um I went to the hospital, I was fine on Sunday, Monday morning. I had no use to the right side of my body. So the right side of my body, my eye was shut. I couldn't talk. My diaphragm wasn't working. My arms, legs weren't working. The whole right side was kind of paralyzed. So he rushed me to the hospital. They took me in immediately, said I had a stroke. Went in for a CAT scan. They saw something immediately on the CAT scan, but they admitted me because they didn't really believe it was a stroke. It didn't make sense. I was 40 years old. I was healthy. That's the thing too. I was healthy. I was under chiropractic care. I took supplements. I exercised. I ate well. We shopped at the farmer's market. I did not eat dairy. I did not eat preservatives. I did not eat any chemicals. Like I already did all that. Yeah. I still 
still had. Do you know how many times we hear that story? (laughs) That was my story too. It's like, there's nothing left for me to work on. Oh, I guess there is. So, you know, you kind of have, when you discover heavy metals, you sort of have that. Uh What's what's it like to one day appear to be healthy and the next day have your face and arm be paralyzed? What goes through your head? It's strange, but it's true because my husband says this all the time. It's like his testimony. I believe that I was given MS because I had to reverse it and I had to show more people how to reverse it. So from day one in my hospital bed, when they told me, you're going to be a wheelchair in five years, you're going to be dead in 10 years. I'm supposed to be dead this year. Like this is supposed to be the last year of my life, my 50th year. (laughs) You need to do like a party. Like I'm not dead. You know, I I beat the dead prognosis. Yeah. You know what's sad? People feed into that. So I would go, they gave me like support groups, of course, they were trying to help me, which, you know, it's nice. And I went to the support groups for like two seconds and they're all like counting down their days. Like I'm four years, four years and three months away from my wheelchair. I'm I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So it was incredible. But that's the one thing I had from the day of the diagnosis, which is May 9th, 2011. I believed that I was going to reverse this because I have the chiropractic belief in my heart right. that yep. if I remove interference, I'm going to heal this body. So it's yep. amazing. And I knew it. So there's no question in my mind ever, ever. Like that's the one thing. There was never, no one could ever tell me, no neurologist, no specialist that I couldn't reverse this. Yeah. And that's... You know, do you, have you ever studied Joe Dispenza's work? Yes. Yes. You know, there, he talks so much about how they can prove the, the mind-body connection. And when you have certainty then you can now put in some really good protocols to match that certainty and the body can heal. I know I'm, you see this, that where people, we bring this amazing tool set to people to heal and they're still analyzing it, not really sure, they're in fear. And if they don't have that certainty, it just takes them either twice as long or it doesn't work as well. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, so that was the only thing. And I actually realized that during this pandemic, I don't know why, but it finally came to me. Like that was the one thing I, you couldn't tell me. I, there was no telling me. No one could tell me. And I was like, I didn't realize that that was a big part of my healing. I didn't yeah. even realize up until this, this year that that was a big part of it for me, that you have to believe. So now I tell everybody that you have to believe. I have signs all over my office. Like you have to believe because if you believe it can be done, you know, don't yeah. change your mind. Oh my gosh. I love that. When I was in college, I played tennis and there was, it was the first time that there was a sports psychology or sports psychology was coming out to the forefront. People still thought it was very woo-woo. And so there was this master student that offered his services to us as tennis players. And he said, I'll create a tape for you where you are going to draw out or verbalize your perfect match. Mm. And then we put it on our Walkmans. Do you remember Walkmans? Yes, I do. I put it on my Walkman and I listened to it every day. And that season, I had my best season ever. Wow. And I know now we look at that, we go, well, we know about sports psychology. But when you look at health psychology, it's very much the same. Is that certainty, the trust in the body is so massively powerful. And I think why part of it was such a joy to work with you because you already came programmed with that belief system. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It helps. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because you have to undo that and try to constantly convince people, you know, that you know, and yeah, I promise you, this can happen. You know, they just they they question. Also, they go home and ask family, which is the worst thing they can do. Oh yeah, asking people. Yep. Oh my god. That happens all the time. It's like, I'm not certain. So let me ask a bunch of people that believe exactly the opposite of what my doctor's telling me. And then they end up in this place of now I'm conflicted. I have an internal conflict. And they get stuck. stuck. Yeah, I know. So, okay. So you got this crazy diagnosis. When was your, when's your 50th birthday? Did you just turn 50? When is, oh my gosh! I'm gonna send you a. I'm gonna send you a something that says you're not dead. Driving, I love it. So you get this crazy diagnosis. You get a crazy prognosis, and yet you know the body can heal. So how do you go from a place of getting a very scary diagnosis to moving into a healing state? All right. Well, the first, I did this from my hospital bed. I called. There was a teacher in my school who had been, um, he was a natural hygienist or, and, you know, functional medicine now is what we call it, but he would reverse chronic disease in people. So I called him first, made an appointment. 
And I called a chiropractor because the funny story is the weekend before my diagnosis, I was down in Orlando, Florida. I drove there, had midterms all week, drove down to Orlando for a chiropractic seminar, stayed there through the weekend, drove home through the night because Sunday was Mother's Day. So everyone thought when I didn't feel well on Monday, I was just tired. You know what I mean? But like my yep. face was drooping. They thought my Bell's palsy, you know what I mean? Things like that. So it was, it was kind of odd that that happened. So I also changed chiropractors because they were doing research at the time on MS patients. That's what the weekend was about. MS patients. Fascinating. And we were like in that, how that all happened. Yeah, um, that worked, that timed nicely for you. Yeah, it was just, it's crazy. Like when I think back, I'm like, you know, you just shake your head. Like, how did that all happen? But I was there for the research because I love research. So like I went, I was like, oh my gosh, they're reversing MS. I'll tell you, I didn't even know what MS was. All I knew was Montel Williams had MS. That's all I knew about yep. Yep. And I went to this conference because doctors flew in from Italy and they were talking about how they reversed this disease and how many patients. And I was so fascinated by it. And it turned out Monday morning, that was my diagnosis. So I went oh, to, you got the diagnosis after the conference. Yes, that Monday. So I was there all weekend at this chiropractic conference, you know, wow. drove down there, drove home through the night. So my energy was high. I had good energy, thought I was healthy, midterms all the week before. So super stressful week, drove to Orlando. It was about eight, eight, 10 hours. and went to this conference on MS. And Monday morning, that was what I got diagnosed with. Wow. So I Crazy. went to that chiropractor who was involved in that study. So that's that's the two phone So calls you knew I where to go immediately. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so, so you get yeah, you land in his office and what was his advice to you? Well, he started adjusting me. He does an upper cervical adjustment. And really things turned around for me in like two about two months, but combined with the functional medicine doctor. So those two together is really, and I've been under care, chiropractic care straight through this 10 years. I have never missed like my adjustment or you know, check in for the week, but I had to biochem- like chemically figure out what was going on in my body. Cause I don't, be- I didn't believe from the minute one that it was just going to be chiropractic as much as I love chiropractic and my chiropractor at heart. I knew there's more to it than just yeah. chiropractic. Cause I was under chiropractic care for five years prior to getting diagnosis. So I knew that wasn't it. So it was just yep. the unlayering of all the other stuff that was going on in my body that really... Which I think is an important part, point because I have said this over and over again, and I think it's, it's worth repeating, that when we come to healing, when we get a diagnosis and we want to heal, and we don't want to use the traditional allopathic way... We come over to the natural alternative, as they call, as people will f- refer to it. But let's call it healthcare and sick care is sort of the allopathic right, yeah. to me. But when you come over to a more natural way, you bring that same philosophy. Well, I just need to find the one natural thing. Right. So you go to the chiropractor, and that maybe doesn't do it. And then you go to a nutritionist, and that maybe doesn't do it. And then you go and take a magic supplement, and that doesn't maybe do it. And you're so frustrated. And what you don't realize is each one of those things that you did are actually phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You just had to do them all together. Right. And that was the thing, yeah. So it's actually doing all those things you mentioned at once. Right? I see it over and over. And now, especially now in the toxic world we're living in, I see it over and over again where we're bringing this one problem, one diagnosis, one pill mentality into the natural world. And you can't do that. You have to realize it's a multi-therapeutic approach. You're going to have to use a lot of therapies. And it's really frustrating. So that's what... The one pill thing gets me, like when people ask for... What supplement do you recommend for this? And meanwhile, you're thinking about it and thinking of the history and you're like, my gosh, you have so much to unravel. Like, how can one pill so fix much. that? That's one supplement, right. one natural pill. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, okay, so now you're at the chiropractor. You went to a functional medicine. What were sort of like the first steps that you changed? Was there anything in your lifestyle that you felt like needed that? Food. Okay, so, t- yeah. so, t- so he- what did you change? The functional medicine doctor changed my diet completely. And I always joke about this because he had a little piece of paper and he like slid across the table and he's like, this is what you can eat. There was like seven foods on the list. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and that's the hardest thing. Like I'm Italian, I'm from New York. Like we eat, (laughs) you know, like I have to eat. So it was really, it was vegan diet. So it was no meat. It was, I wasn't a big meat eater anyway, but it's still, it was, there wasn't much on that list, but you just, you have to eat it. You have to do what you have to do to get well, right? So that's another thing I always run into. Like when you have people change their diet and like, oh, but I can't, you know, not have the pizza on Friday. And I'm like, yes, you can. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like years of diet changes, you know, but 
things happened too, where I was, I was vegan for, I think two years and that worked at first. I'm like, Dr. Pompo always says, you make that change and everything seems to be better. The first change is last. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I noticed with, I always did my blood work. I was always fascinated with blood work. So I did my blood work every three months and looked at it and my blood sugars kept going up and my thyroid TSH kept going down. Like, so I kept seeing these changes and I was like, what's going on? But then I realized like what I needed to pull out of my diet to get my blood sugar to change. And then finally, when I detoxed the metals, which didn't happen until 2018, 19, my TSH finally started to go up. But those are things that can change. Yeah. It's so interesting. The TH, if the TSH is under 1.8, 1.9, it's usually a metal issue because you got metals in your brain. Yeah. Mine was 0.8. 0.8. 0.8. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it was, and it kept going down. It was like 1.1 1. 1, and it was like 0.8. Like it just kept going. I'm like, why does this keep going down? So I feel like I'm getting healthier and healthier. Yeah. But the TSH kept going down. My, all those B vitamins, I was so anemic, like so B vitamin deficient, also metals that nothing changed. So no doctor I was at at this point was changing any of that. But I'm always asking everyone, why? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? Like yeah. I wanted answers. And it wasn't good enough for me to just like, you're doing better. Like I was like, no, I have to be better than ever. Like does not just do better. You know what I mean? And a lot of doctors just like are happy you got a little better and what what do you want? You know what I mean? But like, I wanted it all. (laughs) Yeah. So So true. It's so true. So, okay. When you first heard the food changes you had to make, even though you didn't really like the changes you had to make, did you, did you follow the instructions that that doctor gave you? Were you like, yep, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And and so did you debate him or were you like, I just want to be well, I'll do whatever you say? Yeah, that was it because he was very well renowned around. I mean, he had patients coming all over the country. I had known him for years and that's another part, funny part of the story. I knew him for years. My mom was very natural my whole life. We were never really medicine people. And when he she heard I was moving to Georgia, she's like, that's where the doctor is. Like the doctor we've always talked about all these years. She's like, maybe you can meet him someday. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And then it turned out, he turned out being my teacher in chiropractic school. So I met him. Wow. Like, yeah, it's just like all, every, the whole thing pulled together. Like, so I needed to be here to be under his care. And I did make the changes. And the way I did was I just kept it simple. I just was like, these are the foods I can eat. So I made them all like on Sunday. And then I just kept eating them through the week. I didn't eat anything else. Like I didn't eat any sugar. I didn't eat any fried food, you know, all the chips and stuff like that. Even though I was, I was, I ate pretty well. I still ate chips for my thing. So that was, I still thought it was okay to have chips because the ingredients were minimal. You right. know what I'm saying? Like when right. you read a yeah. tortilla chip bag, there's really not a lot of stuff in it. So yeah. I still ate them, you know, so I just had to eliminate all that. Yeah. And I think diet changes are really tricky because when you're up against a diagnosis like MS and you're feeling horrible and you've got a a practice you got to get back to and a family, like your motivation at that moment to make a change is... Like you just you, you just do it because yeah. the alternative is more painful. I I had the same experience with when I had chronic fatigue. I had a doctor put me on meat, and I had ve- we could do vegetables, but it was basically the ketogenic diet. Mm. I laughed because they didn't he didn't say it back then, but uh, I didn't think twice about it. It was like I can't get out of bed, so if this diet is going to help me get out of bed, right. I I'm I'm willing to do it. But how many people are like, yeah, maybe I'll try that. Maybe, I don't know. And right. I always, when people get like that, I think you, your why isn't big enough. You're not yeah. stuck enough. Because, well, I always say not enough pain. Yep. Yeah, not enough pain. <laughs> yep. So I so. think a lot of people say, well, I'm stuck with my health. But in reality, they're stuck with their mindset. Yes. Are, are they doing everything they could possibly can or they've been recommended to do? Right. Yeah, usually not. Right? It's it's no, fascinating. No, it's not comfortable. Like it wasn't comfortable for me because I had three kids at the time, three young kids between you know whatever ten and sixteen, and my husband, and they're all eating pizza and they're not making diet changes. So I had to sit there and make those diet changes while they're eating everything in front of me. And I always yeah. tell my patients now, I'm like. Gluten free wasn't a thing ten years ago, really. Oh, I I went gluten free thirty years ago. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I was no. ridiculed and laughed at, and I had these really hard bagels, gluten free yeah. bagels. I would eat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, so like all the stuff we have today, which is fan- now, I'm like, don't even tell me. Like, there's everything. Not that you want everybody processed gluten-free products, but there's no gluten-free anything. So yeah. I just made a decision. I was like, well, to be gluten-free, I just have to eat 
vegetables and I was allowed to eat brown rice at the time. And that was it. Not really meat and fish. He made me eat fish four times a week. And I hate fish. I hate fish. I've hated fish since a child. And four times a week, he told me you have to eat fish. And I did it. Right. Because the alternative was more painful right. than the pain was, of eating the There was fish. no alternative in my mind. There was no yeah. alternative at all. You know, so there's no I way I was going going love in that. the world. So <laughs> love that. Okay. So you make these food changes, you're getting a little bit better. And that went on the food changes. He probably gave you some supplements. You're getting yeah. chiro care that went on for a couple of years. Yeah. Probably about, I guess like maybe two or three years. And I was always getting a little better. Like my relapses were less often. There was less time to recover between them. So I saw I saw the changes and they were little like I can live with them. So I was still in school at the time, but it was I can only go to school till eleven o'clock in the morning. That's when my energy ended. And then I had to go back to bed till the next day. Yeah. So I just adjusted my schedule to live like that and make I it remember. I remember that's when I met you. I remember you saying, well, I, and you were so positive and you're like, well, I just changed my schedule for my energy levels. And all I could think was, we got to get your energy levels up. Like then you have the, the whole day to, to do what you want to do. I know. Is that, that's still crazy to me because it's still like almost like a habit. Like I have to go yeah. take a nap or something. But then I just tell myself like, no, you don't. Like it's still full of energy. Like I can take a nap if I wanted to. That's amazing. <laughs> but, so, yeah. okay. So what was your next step when your energy was a little low and you didn't know what to do? What did you feel like at that point? What did you add in? So I skipped, I'll skip ahead to 2016 or so. It was about five years in. So 16 to 17, I was listening to Dr. Pompa and he kept talking about the ketogenic diet. And I was like, well, that's one I've never tried. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And when I find this thing that works and gets rid of my fatigue, I'm never going to stop doing it. Like, that's it. Um, that's going to be it. Because the fatigue was, it was really debilitating because like, at this point, I graduated and I have office hours. So I'm like, oh, can you come at 10 or 11? Because that's all I have. Like, I don't have at 12. <laughs> I just couldn't do five o'clock. By five o'clock, I had to be sleeping. I couldn't answer emails at five o'clock. It was really taking a big chunk out of my, you know, starting to start a practice. So I started doing keto. And I remember him saying that do carb, you know, 20 grams of carbs or less for three days. And you should be able to get, you know, ketones going. But I was like, well, I'm really sick. So that's not possible. So all through January, I just followed keto and then all through February. And in mid-February, I was like, I got to test my ketone. So I bought a ketone reader and I had it sitting there, but I didn't want to check it because I don't want to get discouraged. But I just went and checked it and I was in ketosis already. Well, so after, the, but that was a month and a half in. I bet you were in earlier than you thought. Yeah, I bet too, but I didn't think yeah. I was. I was like, there's no way. But I was, and I was so excited at that time. Yeah. I was like, so excited. And then that was it. That was it. Keto and fasting. How long did it take you like in that first, before you even checked your ketones, were you already kind of noticing some changes? How, how quickly did the changes come with keto and fasting? Yeah, it was only like, I would say like the first week, it was tough. Like it was tough to intermittent fast. I remember that first week because I was like a snacker. Like that's all I did, like constantly, like a yep, piece of fruit, too. a couple of you know, almonds. Like it was good food, but I was constantly eating like all day long, you know? So at first it was hard to get that eating window. But once I did it, I was, and you probably hear this all the time. Like the next thing you know, it's two o'clock in the afternoon and you're not, you haven't eaten oh, yeah. yet. And you don't even know it's dinner and you're fine. So yep. when that happens, it's amazing because your energy is soaring. It's through the roof. Your brain is like working top notch. Like it just, it's amazing. So I've teamed up with Tony Horton. Do you know Tony Horton? He was the creator of P90X, one of the most revolutionary at-home fitness programs. And we created together a new fitness program called Power Sync 60. And it is literally, this program's never been done. It is a revolutionary 60-day program for both men and women. So here's why I want you to join us is that we literally created PowerSync 60 with you in mind. So it doesn't matter if you're a cycling woman, a postmenopausal woman, or a man. One of the things I brought to Tony was that when we work out, we have to think about our hormones. And he had never done that in the millions of workouts that he's created in his lifetime. We also included a free bonus meal plan and a customized tailor way you can eat right for yourself. Also, of course, we put some fasting in there and it was a beautiful meeting of the minds. So I, it, this is like a passion project that I'm so excited to share with you. And in order to get it, all you got to do is visit drmindy.org and use the code P90 
PS60 Pels. So PS60 and then my last name, Pels, P-E-L-Z, to get 20% off. And you get lifetime access to the program. So that's drmindy.org. And you use the code PS60PELS to join all of us. I'm actually doing this myself right now. So come join me, my community on this incredible journey. I am so proud to bring this to you. It's, it is true that when you first come on to the ketogenic diet, I always say that it's like the movie Limitless. Did you ever see that movie Limitless yeah. with Bradley Cooper where he takes the pill and he can learn like eight languages? That's what I, I'm like. <laughs> and he stays up for days and he be, and he, they learn, he starts becoming like a Wall Street, you know, wizard. Yeah. And it's so interesting. That's, That's how amazing. I feel. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like game changing. It was game changing. So, okay. So you go from this kind of strange diet that the functional medicine doctor gave you. And then you go to the ketogenic diet and fasting. So you get another layer of healing. And then what happens after that? There was one more doctor in between there who told me I had to eat meat. Oh, interesting. So I was vegan and I, then he didn't check my blood or anything, but he like looked at everything going on. He's like, you have to start eating meat. At that time, I had turned my vegan diet into a raw diet. So I was eating all raw foods. Like I take everything okay. to the extreme. So, I, so when he said to me, and he told me also I couldn't eat any raw food. And I looked at him and I said, well, what am I going to eat? Mm-hmm. He's like, cooked food? I'm like, oh, like it didn't even make sense to me because I was so much into that. But I started eating meat again. And then it was, it was possible for me to think about the ketogenic diet. I think it wasn't possible before because I didn't eat meat and I didn't know how to do that. So that's why now I that's actually, my mind to it. That's actually another interesting point because the healing journey is not linear. And what mm-hmm. might have worked for you in the beginning won't continue to work for you. Nice. And I think this is another misnomer that people don't realize is oftentimes when you try something new, there's going to be an immediate reaction. Sometimes that immediate reaction is like it's bad and sometimes it's really good, but the right. body, our bodies are programmed for homeostasis. So they're going to make like an adaptation to the new change, but then you get stuck, which is right. why you have to keep changing. Right. And that's what I did, honestly, for those five years, I kept changing, changing, changing. And then, then I did keto. Like that was my end. And that's kind of where I ended the journey because that's when I was completely healed and the metals came out and I worked with you and I've kind what? of just been... Have you tried carnivore? We've, we're doing carnivore and the resetters right now. This week with you all. Oh, you're yeah. with... Yeah. What, what do you mean? My husband. We actually started yesterday though. Oh no, yesterday was Tuesday. We started a day late because we actually, okay. we, we were traveling and we just got home and I caught some of your videos. I'm like, so I just like laid it on him to, you know, Tuesday night. We're going to do carnivore. He's like, what? I'm like, just, just eat meat. So... <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like my husband. He's not so happy doing carnivore, which surprises me, but yeah. yeah well, my husband loves meat and I've been telling him to slow down on the meat for all these years. I'm like, because he used to be a bodybuilder. So like mm. to him, like he had to eat a ton of meat, you know, mm. and he had all those kind of disease processes that go along with that. So I had to kind of wean him away from that. But now I'm like, go ahead, eat, let's eat meat. That's what we're doing now. And he's like, so oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, what's again, back to the point of diet variation, when I went out on social media and said, hey, I'm going to try carnivore fasting. And I started to show people the research that I was seeing. It was so fascinating to watch people's reactions because a lot of people were like, wait, does this mean everything you've said up until this point right. is, is not right? I'm so confused. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we're going to look at carnivore fasting as a tool that we can add into our, into our toolbox. And that's right. what we're doing. That's yeah. it. We don't yeah. need to stay in one path always. We can keep no. moving and changing. Yeah, and it's actually fun when you do that, which I learned from you, you know what I mean? Like the yep. diet variation, the time of the month. Like my cycle now is like spot on perfect. And it's like, I'm 50 years old. Like that's yeah. unheard of in this day and age. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's amazing oh. what changes do, what yeah. variation the, does. The more I, I do the eat right before the cycle, the, the, the easier my cycles get. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, now I, am I ever going to be on the other side of menopause. <laughs> like I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'll be 51 in October. I'm ready. So, okay. So now you're, you've got the keto diet going, you've got the fasting going, and then, and then you add in the heavy metals. Is that right. the next thing? And yeah. Fasting was a bigger part. Like I, I, and I just, I wanted to say this because that's the other thing I have this with, with, with my, my clients, like talking about fasting, they look at me and they're like, 
like I want them to realize like you don't jump into a five day water fast. Like no. it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of trying. And I, I was set on doing a five day water fast. I think it was the beginning of 2018 and I didn't make it three days. So my blood sugar dropped too low. I was getting tunnel vision. So I had bone broth and I took pink salt. And I started feeling better. And I, but the thing is mentally, my husband said to me, you have to eat. Oh my gosh, you have to eat. You know, Because when you first experience fasting with people, they think you're going to drop dead because you haven't eaten three yeah. So mentally in my head, I was going to eat. I probably could have kept going, but I did it. So it ended after three days. That's how far as I got. I tried again in June. I think I got to the fourth day in June, but I still didn't get five days. So it took to October of 2018. It took three tries to get that five-day water fast. And what incredible healing I had. I had mm. pain, like unbelievable pain, but it left after the fast, never felt pain again. Two years, never felt anything again. Like it like worked out. Wow, that, w- that one water fast was was the thing. Yeah. That that also happens when you're you when you're working this your healing journey from so yeah. many different levels is that right. the body like it's like layers of wallpaper where you're pulling one layer off and then you pull another layer off and then eventually you get to the bottom layer and you're like whoa it's this wall is beautiful right so, that's the thing and people get discouraged you know what I mean because if they can't they can't even think about an intermittent fast forget about a five day fast but you're not thinking about the five day fast when you start intermittent fasting you're just trying to get through your fourteen hours or fifteen hours of intermittent fasting. And that's what you do. And I always saying, you know, you'd have to just take it a little at a time. And that's kind of what I did. And I tried, I fell off my yeah. bike, I got back on, tried again. You know what I mean? And so, yep. So that's another healing principle that I think is so important is that oftentimes you fall off or you hit a bump. And what we tend to do is is like throw that healing technique out the window because we're like, oh, this, we hit a bump. Well, that's going back to using the mindset of allopathic medicine, because in that, in that mindset, if I'm taking a medication and I feel worse, it must be a problem with the medication. So the doctor must change the medication. And if the doctor keeps changing the medication and changing the medication and you're still feeling worse, you change doctors. Right. When you come over to the natural healing world, right? It's like ludicrous. You come over to the natural world, the tools that we use over here, sometimes you may not succeed at, but you, like you said, you fall and you get back up right. or they might make you worse for a little bit. But if you keep working the principles they work in alignment with the way the body wants to heal and you will get there. Right. And that's the key. You have to drop that old mindset. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And you just have to keep trying. I mean, they work. That's the truth. They work. Your body may not be ready for it at the time. But to me, that was like, I need to get stronger. I need to get stronger. Like it meant I had to work harder to be able to make it through a five-day water fast. The goal was a fast. I just had to work up to get there. You know, I didn't just throw it out the window and say, I can't do five-day fasts. I don't make it through, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I just did a video on YouTube that is the five steps you'd need to take to be able to do a a three-day water fast. Mm. So that people can follow those steps before they jump into it. Right. So, yeah. So, okay. When you jumped into heavy metals, and that would seem logical, I love the order in which you did all the healing, it's really smart. When you jumped into heavy metals, what, was, what happened when you first started doing heavy metal detoxing? Yeah. So, the first time I tried to do it, because I thought at this point, I'm in ketosis, I'm on the keto diet, I could do the metals now, I'm certainly strong enough. I wasn't. I still couldn't do it. I still couldn't make it through it. So that, that's this was March, I think, of 2018. But that's when I contacted you that summer. I was like, the only way I'm going to do this is like someone's going to have to pull me through <laughs> and say, you're going to be fine. Just do it. And I knew that. So that's why I came to you and you and Jessica. And Jessica helped me so much, you know, getting through it because... Once again, the symptoms all started happening. And here I am. I was feeling great. My energy was through the roof. Like I was like on top of the world. I figured I had the beat. And then I was getting all the symptoms over again because of the metals. I was having trouble walking. I had a lot of motor function. I was getting fatigued. So the thing is though... No, go ahead. You go. No, I was just going to say, I just, I just kept... You you pulled me through it. That's what I needed. And like you said, sometimes you just need somebody to pull you through. Yeah. Be there for you. Yeah. And I, you know, with detox, one of my biggest pieces is that there's a process to properly detox and you Mm -hmm. do need people to pull you through it. You need people to guide you through it because you're going to have highs and lows and it's hard to do on your, on your own. So even as a doctor, you, it's hard, you can't do it on your own because you're too close to it. Yeah. And you need that. Honestly, like it's scary. 
you know? Yeah. Plus you have to work. You're like, I can't, I can't be like this, yeah. you know? And you just don't want to go backwards ever, like ever, yeah. you know? So when you feel like you might've gone backwards, you have to know that you're not going backwards. You're just healing through it. You know, it's not going backwards. You just have to work through it. What did your family think watching you like have all this energy and feeling great? And now you start this heavy metal detox and you're going backwards. Did you, I mean, did your family think, what are you doing or? Yeah, they did. And that was part of the thing was so that weekend, I think actually, I think I talked to you like three times that weekend because I like, I couldn't walk and my right leg was, was acting up again. And me and my husband had a weekend trip planned and we and he was saying like, why are you doing this? Like you were fine. Just like you just said, he said just that, you know, you were fine. Why would you do this to yourself now? Why are you, why are you doing this? And I was like, cause I have to get these metals out of my body or something else is going to happen. Like I'm such a proponent of like getting the metals out or I'm going to wind up with cancer or something worse. You know what I mean? So I knew they had to come out of my body. They couldn't stay in there. And whether I had to go through to get them out, I just had to go through and get them out. But yes, they thought I was absolutely mad. What do they think now? Like after watching you do all these things, I mean, are like your kids, do they believe in like keto and fasting and those kind of things? Are they? Yeah, actually my son who's 22 has always fasted naturally his whole entire life. Like he's, I've always let him listen to his body when it came to eating. So he just, he wants to follow and do what I'm doing. So I'm really happy about that. So he wants to come into this world and help more people. So he reads all Dr. Fung's books and all Dr. Fung's books, everybody's books, you know what I mean? Because he saw like, and he tells people, like he's actually like a big, big advocate of mine. Like he tells people, my mom did this and you know, so. That's awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I think it's hard when, it, to Jessica's point, when you're healing, you're doing well, and then you go into a detox and there's, there's a bump is what I call it, where you're not doing well. And people, again, around you will, don't understand that because they're all stuck in the allopathic mindset that if you're doing well, don't, don't, just don't touch it. Just don't keep touch doing it. what Absolutely. you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't realize there's something deeper that needs to happen here. So, right. To get permanent yeah. well, like permanently well. And, you know, you just know that they have to do it, but they see you struggling. You know what I mean? So like, you know, you know why they're saying what they're saying. They don't want to see you struggle, struggle ever again. They thought that was in the past, but. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So at what, what point, so it, just for our listeners who are not familiar with our heavy metal detox, we do a prep phase and then a body phase and a brain phase. And each phase has a little different strategy to it. At what point did you start to go to move from, I'm not feeling very well to, Hey, actually I'm going to a whole nother level of health that I haven't experienced in a long time. After I had to go through, I think two brain phases. So at body phase, it had to be titrated down for me. I couldn't handle the body phase. So we, we titrated that down for me and I got through and added some supplements and then got into the brain phase. And it was weird because I couldn't get through. We had to titrate the brain phase. I think the one bot brain phase, which should be 30 days, took me like two months to get through. But the thing was, which once I got great. through that... <laughs> which is great. We tell people that all the time. We're like, this is not a competition. You don't win any awards for the fastest detoxer. So yeah. So, but after that, that, that first box, the second box, I was actually craving the detox, like the week on, the week off, like on that week on, I couldn't wait because I, like my body wanted that. It was weird. Like it was a strange thing. And it just the mental clarity I was getting was just incredible. I mean, everything was incredible. It still is. And that was, you know, a year ago, but yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I, I say the same thing. It's, I get so excited to go back onto a brain phase. Cause I'm like, yeah. I just love the way my brain works. When I go back on there, it's like, no. you know, I'm joyful. I'm, I'm, I'm clear. I can retain information. Like it is so incredible. Yeah. It really you gotta is. Go through the bumps to get there. You do. And most right. people aren't willing to do that. No, they're not. Or they get angry that like they're, they're, or like they don't have the belief that what they're healing through it. You know what I mean? You just have to cut, just keep encouraging them. But then after it's all obvious that that's what they had to do. And they're so thankful. You know what I mean? But it's just pulling them through that time. Exactly. Exactly. That's why, that's why we do are doing what we're doing, right? It was just trying to coach people through it and not just have people go randomly, like, you know, purchase supplements and just do it on their own. It really should be something you get coached through. So, so we are, um, what'd you say two months out from your 50th birthday? When's your birthday? August 19th. A month. Uh, okay, so we're like a month out from not only your 50th birthday, but the, the, the day you were supposed to die, the year you were supposed to die. 
And you've been on this crazy journey. You've done a lot of things. Give us just an update on what your health is like now. It's actually better than ever. Like I haven't been this healthy since my 20s probably. You know, so even all my blood, I still check my blood, just a habit for me. But every six months, you know, I just watch things and everything is still good. My TSH is optimal. My thyroid's working perfectly. My, I'm not anemic anymore. Like once I got the metals out and I still have work to do with metals, like it's not over because it's not that really that easy. There's more to be done. Yeah. My health is awesome. Like I have energy now. You know, I used to have to go walk in the morning, like eight in the morning because I didn't have the energy, but now it'll be like six o'clock at night. I'll be like, oh, I think I'm going to go for a run or whatever. Like I never did that. Like that's still shocking to my family to see me do things like that because I was just so debilitatedly fatigued. Yeah. Amazing. And you reorganized your practice too because of your energy was good. Like, aren't you doing it? Yeah. So now I'll be working 12, 13 hour day, you know? Loving it. It's awesome because yeah. I can see 10, 15 people in a day where I used to be seeing two. Yeah. <laughs> no energy. I still saw them, but that was it. But now I'll, you know, can see so many more people. I have so much more energy doing talks all the time. You know, it just gave me the energy to be able to go out and tell people yeah. what, what I did. I remember having a conversation with you early on that my number one goal was to get your energy back so that you can see more people so Mm -hmm. that you could make more money. I mean, of course, you see more people because you love it, but there was also a financial concern. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying like, this is why we got to get your health back on track because when you are the best version of you, you know, you can make more money, you can be a better spouse, you can be contribute to the world better. And I think when people first start the healing journey, sometimes they look at the cost of things and they're like, oh, I can't afford that. But what they don't realize is they actually can't afford to stay sick because their income potential is is worse in a a state of sickness. Yeah. And let me tell you, because when I first went to these doctors, I was a student. We were living on one income, three kids. So like we had the house, the cars, everything. And then suddenly my husband and I both lost our jobs in 2008. So we had no income. And I decided I'm going to go back to school now. So we're not going to have my income anymore at all. But the thing was like, when I had to go to these doctors, I didn't have any money. Honestly, I just had none. You know what I mean? So, but when he told me it's going to be this much money or, you know, however many thousands of dollars, I wrote the check and we went home and figured out how we were going to get the money. So whatever we had to do, we did it. We always did it and got the money because there's always a way to get money. Honestly, like if you want the money, you can get it. And that's what we did because I actually just wrote a check and I was like, well, we got to get the money in the bank and we figured out how to do that. And yeah. we always did it. You know, and you will figure it out, but it's, it's priceless. I mean, that's the truth. Like I always tell people, yeah, you can look at this, but how much this costs, but here's what this would have cost me. My medicine would have cost $1,800 a month out of pocket yep. for 10 years, 12 months, so 120 months, $1,800, like plus whatever else. You know what I mean? That's just, and the cost now I heard is 6000 a month. It's not 1800 anymore. That's so crazy. Plus my, I would have been dead by now, but that's besides the point. It just, so it you, right, right. I, that's the crazy, the crazy piece of the way we think about this. And the other thing is if you were given a diagnosis of cancer and told that you were only going to live a month mm-hmm. and told, but if you do the chemotherapy, you're going to live, you know, five years and the chemotherapy is going to cost you $70,000, you would find $70,000 so you can live five yeah. years. Yeah, absolutely. But again, when we come to natural medicine, sometimes we're like, well, I don't really know. I'm not sure. And it's, it's that implementation and the speed of making that decision and just moving forward and knowing that the universe will provide and that when you're well, that you can not only bring in money, but you can be a happy, healthy, and vibrant person. That's the mindset that heals. Yeah. But also when you remove those root causes of the sickness, you're not going to get the other illnesses. So I always thought it was an investment in my health, like, because I know I watered off how many diseases, processes that was going to come after the MS. Like probably MS wasn't the worst of it. That's how I thought of it. Like there's definitely worse things down the road if I don't take care of these issues. So they had to be taken care of no matter what the cost. Like there was no, and my husband was very supportive of that. I was lucky. Sometimes I know the spouse isn't supportive. My husband was totally on board, whatever I needed to do. So yeah. Yeah. And now you're turning around and detoxing people. 
Yes, yes, all the time. And what's funny is, I don't know if you remember, but we talked about this probably a year ago and you're like, you have to start detoxing people. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. You know what I mean? But now I'm probably three, three, four hundred people in, you know what I mean? I love it. People just changing their life, you know? And it's awesome. I love it. Love it so much. Oh, it's it's one of the most difficult and the most rewarding things that we do because there's a moment that that the, the healing power kicks in and people go, whoa, like... I didn't know my brain could function like this. I didn't know my energy could be like this. And they have this like born again moment where they're reuniting with this younger version of themselves that was right. healthy. Yeah. There is nothing greater than that. No, no. That's, that's I mean, that's what we do and it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, the other thing I want to point out to your credit is that I think one of the things that is so awesome is when a doctor can go through a healing crisis talk about it. So thank you for coming on this platform and talking about it and then turning around and helping everybody else with it, solve the problem that they had just been through. That If everybody showed up in the world like that, our world would be a better place because of it. So I just am so grateful. That's why I was like, Susan, we're going to get you to this place where you can turn around and teach others because others will really resonate with you because you've been through the journey. Right. And people do say that because I'll look them dead in the eye and tell them like, this is what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I'm like all full of energy. Like, you know what I mean? So it's okay. like, there's not, you know, I, it is because I've been through it. Like, so that's why I say like from the beginning, I knew what I had to do. So there's never a choice. I didn't make that choice. I feel like it was, it was put on me that I had to do that to do it and help people. And that was my purpose here on earth. So amazing. Amazing. I'm just grateful, thankful oh. for you and Dr. Pompa and from learning from him because I watched him do it. So I started watching him a month before I got diagnosed. And I was yep. like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. You yep. know? So, and that's what gave me the belief that I could do it because he did it. Yeah. That's all I knew. Like, I didn't know anything else. You know what I mean? But it's like those little things that change a person's life. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm so thankful and grateful. Yeah. Oh, incredible. Well, I also think that when you're in a very low place, you want to hold on to somebody, something, a belief that's right. going to pull you out. And somebody that's gone through the process and is on the other end is the most encouraging and supportive person you can hold on to. Yeah. So that's incredible. So let's, let's finish up with this idea. I always love to know if you had one message for the world that you could get into everybody's brain, you could scream it from the highest mountaintop, what would that one message be? That they have to believe. And the body is amazing. I mean, I'm going to make it longer than just one word or message, but... You can, of course, go for it. Amazing. And it's a miracle. You know what I mean? Like God made exactly the way it needs to be made and nothing outside is going to heal it. You have to heal it from the inside to get the permanent healing. But you have to believe that you can do it and it can be done. And anything can be done if you believe that it can be done. So that's what... That's the one thing if I wanted to say, because I say that all the time to people. I'm like, you just have to believe it. Yeah. I am so 100% in alignment with you on that. And we have so much disbelief in the power of our bodies because we've been trained to disbelieve it. Now in this pandemic time, we all those people who have no faith in their body are in a real high stress spot. But but those of us who are feel so certain, we understand the way the body works. We have we have that 100% belief that fear goes away because you yeah. know you're living in a miracle. Exactly. And so there's never a fearful moment during this whole pandemic ever for no. me. And I'm sure for you too. Like I was never worried. No. Nope. Ever. No. It's, and that's an amazing place to be because people are truly scared, you know, and you feel bad and you want to help them. But it's like, it's just amazing when you get it and you can live free of that. It's total freedom. To me, that's, you know, we talk about medical freedom. Well, medical freedom really starts with freedom in your mind to know that you're living in a powerful, miraculous, self-healing body. So, yeah. Amazing. Well, it it has been an honor for me to be on the journey with you. Like, I just... I'm so grateful for you. I can never tell you enough. (laughs) Oh, no. It's... It was... You know, I just, I, when I heard your story when we first met and then, you know, I usually move pretty quickly after I've met somebody, I move into the, what's the potential of that person going to look like? And that knowing that there'll be bumps along the way, but then I hold that vision of what that potential of that person's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at you now and I'm like, there she is. Oh, that was, well, that was more in progress, but thank you. That's the working. vision. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Well, thank you. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. Thank you for sharing it with our resetters. These interviews are really powerful for people to see because we that's the main thing we want to do is give hope and power back to people. Yeah, so. yeah that's right. Especially in our community, there's very little hope in that realm. So. Agreed. You're amazing. Thank you so much. And yeah. And resetters, if you have questions at all for Susan, I'm sure we can, we can link. Do you have a website where they can find you? Yeah. It's just my name, drsusanmanias.com. Great. So, okay. Awesome. And so we'll link your website in our notes. If you have questions for her, you can hunt her down and ask her. And again, thank you so much. So grateful for you. Thank you. Uh Thank you so much. Nothing that I love to talk about more than wine. So I got to tell you about Dry Farm Wines, which is my absolute favorite place to get wine from for many different reasons. One, they're keto friendly. You didn't hear that wrong. They're literally keto friendly. They have no added sugars, no added toxins, and they will leave you feeling amazing the next morning. So go check out their website. Not only is the wine incredible, but the people behind the wine are amazing. You guys know how I love people who are on a mission to serve the world. Well, Todd White and his crew are on a mission to help people drink healthy wines and enjoy the whole experience. So they taste amazing. And if you go to dryfarmwines.com backslash Dr. Mindy Pels, they will actually send you a bottle for a penny. So give it a try. Let me know what you think. And cheers to an incredible wine experience. Okay. That was awesome. And I love that woman. She's, oh God, she's just got such a huge heart. And when you see people who have huge hearts that are living in a, a body that's not thriving, it just is... The war, it's like the thing that drives me. Like we got to take the kind and loving people and get them well again. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what she is. Right. Well, and just the power of belief that she has, the power of belief that she had in us, like going through the process and just never doubting for a second that we didn't have her back or, uh, you know, we weren't on top of it. That's priceless for us when we're taking yep. somebody through it. It's just having that ultimate belief that we are here to help you. So one thing I remember about her when I first met her is that we had a discussion about, you know, the price and she was like, you could tell, you can hear it now in her journey. It was like, she had already spent so much on her healthcare and it was like, okay, here I go. This is going to be another expense that I wasn't really expecting and I didn't really want to want to do. And I remember looking at her and saying that my pledge to you is we're going to get you so well that you're going to make double the income that you have ever made. Mm-hmm. But if you stay in a state of, of disease or where you're not doing well, your income level can never change. So I promise you that we are going to get you to that place where the amount of money you spent on your health care is going to seem insignificant because your health is so great. Yep. And it, she did. She did. She She turned around and did it the next day. Yeah. Which was, I was waiting for her to say this at the end. Otherwise I was going to have to ask it because she went to, I mean, think about it. She's married with kids. They both just lost their job. Now she's going to chiropractic school, which we both know how expensive that is. Yep. And now you're hit with a massive diagnosis. Like I can't think of like a more (laughs) probably financially hard position to be in. Yep. But I mean, just again, it goes back to her belief. She never believed or doubted for a second that she wasn't going to find the means in order to get through this. Yeah. And that her body, I mean, that's the other thing is knowing that her body heals. There was no doubt that this thing couldn't heal. Right. It was like, I'll find the money and I know the body heals. And those are two barriers I see really hit people where they they can't get over that hurdle because they a don't have the faith that their body can heal and if they are going to have to go out of their financial comfort zone they also don't have the faith that they're going to make more money back especially if they're living in a in a healthy body right right i loved what she said oh you can always find money when you want to find money that's so true though it's so true if you think about every moment in your life that you've been up against a wall with money. If you keep searching, if you keep believing, then money does appear. 
Well, it just goes back to having that bigger why. If you don't have something driving you to go search for that money, if that why is not strong enough, then of course there's going to be 10,000 excuses that pop up on why you can't get that money yeah. or why your body can't heal. Yeah. Which is interesting with her, like when they first told her to go vegan and eat fish and she hated fish, but she did it anyways, which I think is, is like, that's also like when you really want to heal and you found an expert that can help you, it's like, okay, let's do that thing, even though it may be uncomfortable, even though I don't like it. But this, this is the part of hiring an expert is that you are acknowledging that they're going to lead you to a place of health. And so I'm going to do whatever the expert says to do. Right. And if you stray from that, then your healing result may be less. Right. Well, and I think the problem you and I have seen multiple times with people is that they want those results. And so they they start on this journey and then they come up a bit against a barrier. So they don't want to give up their crackers or their wine or their soda. And so they don't because we can't handhold them and make them do that. And then they don't see the results that they want. And so it comes back to, well, this isn't working. Right. It's like, you got to be willing to go all in. If you want it bad enough, you got to be willing to go all in. Yeah. And I just think we see a lot of people that aren't really willing to go all the way in with That's certain so parts well of said. their health. They're all, they, people get where they're all in for the result. Right. They, but they don't realize that being all in for the result doesn't, that in order to get that result, you have to be all in for the journey. Yes. Yes. I need to be on a t-shirt or a sign. It does. <laughs> because that's the, the I, you and I have had this conversation so many times. We see miracle after miracle after miracle in our office. And there is one consistent mindset and it's the all in person. And the minute that somebody says, well, I'll take that that you're offering, but not the other thing. Or my friend is doing this. So I'm not going to, I'm going to start doing that. It's that ADD brain that really struggles to heal. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you think of her detox experience? Because I remember oh, that too. I remember it too. But you know, I knew, I remember it being rough. But what I loved, again, I, just what I loved about her was that there was never a blame. It was There was never an anger at us. I mean, there were hard times. But she, again, she never didn't do what we asked her to do. Yeah. And I think th- th- that in turn is probably part of the mindset skills that she acquired leading up to us about just the tenacity to get through it and the mindset of believing that our body's powerful enough. I think people don't realize how big that mindset part is, especially when you're detoxing metals and you're getting ang- like those metals are coming out of your liver. And so here comes anger and then they're coming out of the kidneys and here comes anxiety and you like mesh that all on us. And they don't, you know, they don't have the mindset tools to be able to handle that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that was what I remember because when she came to me, she had already done so much work and I was like, wow, yeah, you've, you've already checked some of the boxes. And then when she told me she had tried to do heavy metal detoxing on her own and she was so clear, she was like, I just don't think I'm doing it right. Now she's a, she's a chiropractor. Like she knows, she's like, I feel like I'm not doing it right. So we kind of deconstructed what she was doing. And I'm like, yeah, you're not. So we, but she wasn't it. She, I remember fatigue was her biggest issue at that Mm -hmm. point. And that many of the MS symptoms had gone away, but now what was happening is we put her into this detox and some of the MS symptoms came back up. And I'm really glad you asked her the question about the family, because I remember that moment and she had made a comment that her husband was very concerned. And all I could think was, we just need to slow down the detox. We need to open the pathways up. Like I just came back to the rules of detox that really worked. And that sure enough, got her through it. Right, right. But so. also how crazy was it that the guy that ran the hair analysis on her and but and told her she didn't have heavy metals, yet she's got amalgam fillings in the mouth. This is where I go yeah. back to how... And we've seen her metal tests. They were really, really high. They were super high. I think that's a good point because a lot of people get the wrong metal test and they don't realize that it's just, it's not as accurate as like a provoke test like we do that pulls those metals out. Right. So incredible. Well, I'm really excited we got to share her story because I didn't, I don't know if I, maybe I had remembered this, but she was supposed to be dead this year. Like I did not remember that. That's but holy cow. 
was yeah. like, what a story. What a story. It's like the year I was supposed to be dead, I'm actually thriving. Like she needs to write a book. She on kn- I was going to say she needs to write yeah. a book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I did the year I was supposed to be dead and found myself thriving is like... In quarantine. Yeah. In quarantine. I love it. I love it. Yes. Well, that was awesome. And, you know, Resetters, if you really resonated with that, you want to know about our heavy metal detox please reach out. We call it the Toxin Reset and we are on a mission to pull these toxins out of people so that they can be thriving like Susan is. So that was awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. You put the whole foods in, you take all empty foods out, you put organic food in and you shake bad toxins out. You eat keto biotic and your microbiome shouts. That's what it's all about. You put fast cycling in, you take over eating out, you put the good fats in, trying seven fast types out, you download Carb Manager where your food is all graphed out, that's what it's all about, that's what resetting is all about.